Hey. Hi. There we go. We're doing it and doing it and doing it well. Is that a hip-hop? That's a hip-hop. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. That's new hip-hop. That's the, that's the new Kanye. Oh, man. Have you listened to the new Kanye yet? I listened to it all yesterday. And uh, what do you all think? All 27 songs. What do you think? Uh, it starts off great. I like the first couple songs. Then there's kind of a song that just sounds like a rap song. There's, I think there's like seven or eight really... like. If he would have made like, I could have picked eight songs and it would have been like as good as any Kanye record. Uh, besides maybe that dark twisted fantasy record, which is his best. Uh, I just like, like I love that opening track, that Donda, Donda, Donda. I haven't heard Donda, it yet. I'm, Donda, I'm excited to listen to it though. Actually, Donda, Donda, Donda. That's the first track, by the way. Donda, 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 Donda. Donda, <clears throat> like if you play the record and listen to me, it's almost the same. So I see he's continued his trolling. His decade of trolling continues. Then no, you know what it is. He's just a he's pure art. He's pure art. Um, and that's what I love about him. Like I love how pure art he is because pure art for me is all about fuck you. Like if the art has fuck you in it. I'm down. If there's no fuck you in it, bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Valid point. I accept that. So, yeah, that song Jail is pretty good. We're all liars. We all got priors. Guess who's going to jail? I think that's the one that um, Marilyn Manson is a feature on. Because uh, there's quite a bit of criticism happening. Because Marilyn Manson's on the album and Marilyn Manson was at the listening party which I guess has upset some people. I don't know if he's on that track. I know Jay-Z's on that track. There's two versions of it, one with Jay-Z and one with the baby. I think Manson's like in it doing like, a, I don't know if the chorus is like a gang situation, like a gang vocal, but I think he's in some sort of like, lots of people are doing the chorus and Manson's part of it. Well, he was definitely invited to the listening party and he was at that big listening party in Chicago, which was, again, pure art. Like that was just pure art that listening party like he rebuilt his childhood home put it on a big pile of dirt had a bunch of people dressed up in like weird SWAT uniforms and stuff and I was like man this is like this beautiful installation art installation that he's created kind of like what Jay-Z tried to do a little bit but Kanye's just he's just a pure artist Um, so <clears throat> it was cool I mean Dude, I'm not listening to shit. You know me. Yeah. And for me to listen through a whole... And I mean, there was some that I skipped. If it, if it just sounded like a regular rap song, I skipped it. But I, I probably listened to at least half of all of that record. And it's an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. That's a lot for me. Yeah, that is. Well, I'm going to check it out for sure. Um, it's a lot, of, a lot of God stuff, which I like. I like God stuff. Yeah, I've heard it's very religious, half of it or a chunk of it, whatever. Um, we'll but see. There, and there's some that just sound like jokes, but I don't think they were meant to be jokes. But I was <laughs> right. laughing hard. The accidental genius that he is. There's one where he's like, 
do you do you know anybody in your life that needs and then this voice comes in jesus lord he's definitely not joking about any jesus stuff dude that shit was, that shit is so funny there's a song called jesus lord listen to that if you don't laugh i don't know what's going on it's interesting when like big artists of our time for whatever reason a lot of them dip into the jesus stuff i mean you know, I wasn't really hip to the Bob Dylan thing when he was doing that. I don't even know if I was born. Actually, that was like late 70s, early 80s. So I wasn't born, but I've definitely done deep dives into Dylan, read a lot about that. And uh, when he was doing that Jesus stuff, he meant every word of it. That's why it worked. He really was like going to church every day and was like preaching and shit from the stage. And uh, Zip. I don't know. Genius artists, they, they end up needing to explore that stuff. I, I guess they get to the end of themselves and they need something else. And then they don't usually stick with it because it doesn't, that doesn't, ironically, God can't even fill the God-shaped hole that evolution gave us. Dylan said it best, you got to serve somebody. It may you got to serve somebody. Yeah, he said it may be the devil, it may be the Lord, but you got to serve somebody. Well, here's the deal. You're going to serve somebody. Now, you might be serving the almighty dollar. You might be serving drugs and alcohol. You might be serving a tennis ball. some sexual addiction. Whatever it is, you're going to serve something. So you might as well serve God because it's the least <clears throat> damaging in terms of... <laughs> depends on the God. Uh, well, that depends. Serving God is the least damaging. Now... You put your own spin on things. If you put your spin on on your service to God, meaning to harm other people, then uh, you got a shitty definition of what God is. Period. There's a period. It's like a cannonball. Normally, I make the sound at the end of what I say. I didn't that time, but you can insert your own thunk. Well, speaking of listening to, to good new records, congrats on the release of your new record. Very exciting time in an artist's life. Well, thank you. You were a big part of that record. You're all over it. What did you, did you guys do any kind of a show or a release show or anything? We played at Antone's on Friday night and we did the thing where you had to prove that you were vaccinated or have a Photoshopped thing that said you got a negative test or, okay. you know, downloaded something from the internet saying you had a, de a negative test or actually get a negative test. <laughs> Which I think would be preferable. And how did that go down in uh, ye old Austin, Texas? It was fun, man. I mean, I love playing and uh, I love doing gigs. And, you know, obviously I wish everybody would just get vaccinated, but people don't want to. And that's fine. That's their right. But it also, you know, makes people like me who are vaccinated have to do stupid shit, like have to wear a mask, which I don't need to wear a mask. The only people that need to wear masks are people that are that aren't vaccinated. So there you go. Well, I you know we're of one mind when it comes to that. Well, how did the show go? Was it was it cathartic to play all the songs? I wish I could. Oh, I didn't I play. I, dude, I didn't shit. I didn't play all the songs from the record. Oh. I thought about playing all the songs, and I was like, "Fuck that!" Because I mean, there's a lot of slow songs on that record, dude. I don't get to play a ton of shows with the band in Austin. I'm going to fucking, we're going to have a fucking party, dude, which is what we did. I'm sure that's what it was. That's the Bob so, Schneider experience. Yeah. I mean, you, you played with me the week before, you know what that is. Yeah. We had a great time. We had a good time. It was interesting for me because, uh, 
I just, you know, I've been playing with Morgan Wade, who I love. I love playing her stuff. The band's really good, but we just haven't been doing that much. It's about to start kicking off, but it was just fun to play songs I love with musicians that I love. I don't know. It was like I'd forgotten how to play guitar or something, you know, over the last 18 months. So it was like... Dude, it takes it takes a second, dude. When I first started playing gigs after the long COVID stretch, dude, it took me like two or three gigs to kind of get my footing. Like I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I was a little rusty. Yeah. But now I'm back, baby. Now you're back. Your, boy, your boy's back. Your boy's back and he's back in black. He's not really back in black because he's always been in black. He's always, your boy's always been in black. He's back in black again. Your boy, ever since your boy put on that extra 35 pounds, <laughs> your boy's always been in black since that time, <laughs> which has been, a, it's been about 12 years. It's been your a minute. He's been in black. Your a boy's minute. been in black for a long your boy's time. Been so in, when I'm, right, right. When I'm back in black, you have to I'm sack. just back. He's I'm just back. back. He's you back, don't baby. even need to say back in black. You, you just, just need to say back, back because yeah, you know your boy's in black. Your boy's back. He's always wearing black. It's redundant. It goes. Dude, how many saying. people? How many people are getting upset right now because we won't <laughs> stop saying your boy or that accent? Um, I don't know. Two. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll guess tell you how many. many. Two. Just two. Two. And guess what? They are your parents. Dudes with penises on the front of their bodies. <laughs> no chicks are getting upset about it. Chicks are enjoying it. Oh man, are you a dude? Do you have a penis attached to the front of your body? Yo, look in front of you. Is there a penis down there? Are you not enjoying your boy saying your boy over and over again? Take all your clothes off, boy. Get in the shower, if that's boy. The case, Take a look down, boy. Do you if see that's the case? GFY. Do you see penis? And if so, yes, I agree with Bob. G F Y. Get out. Dude, first of all, it's free. First of all, you're listening to content that we've created for you that's f-r-e-e unless unless of course you like to treat yourself to the good life unless of course you like to treat yourself to the good life know how to be a fucking straight up b-a-l-l-e-a-r and then you're on our patreon but that's a whole different level of living life like if you're if you're living your best life you're on patreon but if you're not that's fine too don't live your best life. You don't need to be on Patreon. Just live an ordinary life like all the rest of the people in the world. And guess what? This show is F-R-E-E. So enjoy it or don't. Enjoy it or G-F-Y. I don't know if people do it with this podcast. I definitely experience this in my other podcast dalliances. There are people who hate listen where... I guess it's kind of similar to that Howard Stern thing where remember in the movie Private Parts and they're like, this percentage of people listen to you, you know, because they love you. They want to, you know, most common reason they listen, they want to know what you're going to say next. This many people listen to you because they hate you. Most common reason, they want to hear what you're going to say next. All I do is hate listen. Dude, all I do is hate listen. Dude, when I, when I, when I turned on that Kanye record, I was like, Basically, I'm I'm hate listening from the get go, and then this comes on, Donda, 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 Donda. See, Donda, I'm hate, Donda. see, I'm hate listening. Dude, also, guess what happened? You, you hear that, and you immediately start that starts endearing no, you to the record. All, I hear all that, of, and I go, all of the hate in my all of the hate in my listening melts into love. See, I hate listen to it, and I start hearing this Donda bullshit, and I'm immediately like, "Yep, all of my hatred is 100 percent justified." 
I know, but when I listen to Pearl Jam, which I don't, but if I were to listen to Pearl Jam, it'd be like, down, 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 down. And then Eddie Vedder would say something that nobody understands. It'd be something like this. And dude, all my hate is justified. I'm like, this dude can't fucking put a sentence together. I think he's his lyrics are super smart, but whatever. I mean... You think Donda 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 smart? That's fine. We disagree. No, I don't think it's smart. I know it's smart, and you know why? Because it's got art in it. Yeah. There's no art in that fucking Pearl Jam shit. You hear Kanye? That dude's a half a retard. No, you hear Kanye, and you don't understand why he, why or how he does what he does, and you think you no, I understand. That to art. No, I know exactly how he does. it. I don't think you do. He, he had a sample of Donda. And he was like, oh, yeah, Donda. And he's just pressing the button like this. Donda, Donda, Donda. And he's laughing to himself because it's so fucking. I don't think he's nobody, Dude, do you think Drake is starting out his new record with Donda, Donda, Donda or anybody? I think Drake makes 10 times better records than Kanye and has for a long time. But no, Kanye's not laughing. I actually actually heard a thing about Donald Trump. And we're not going to do a big Donald Trump thing. This is just interesting. It's, it's Penn Gillette talking about Donald Trump. And it's really interest, interesting the way he talks about him. He's not like. He's not saying all the mean shit you expect people to say about Donald Trump. It's, Donald Trump's a bit of an easy target. He's talking about when he was on The Apprentice. I guess he did two years on that on Trump's uh, reality show. Oh, God. And so he's just sort of talking about what it's like being around Trump, you know? And he's like, you know, he kind of has this genius about him. And he's obviously really magnetic. And, you know, and he talks about how Trump just does not really, truly doesn't care uh, about what he says. And he's like, there's something like really attractive about that. Someone that's just really unburdened by how they affect people. So that's first of all. But he says, here's some other interesting things about Trump. He says, number one, never heard him make a legitimate joke. Like he would make fun of people and he would laugh at like other people's misfortune, kind of like a bully, but never heard him like legitimately sort of understand comedy. That was like one takeaway. His second takeaway, he said, in two years of working with Trump, I never saw him understand, seem to understand or at all enjoy any music. And he's like, you know, you can make whatever you want from that. He's like, but I just, he's like, I've never really met someone that didn't really seem to get any joy from music. And when I think about Kanye hitting Spacebar on Donda, 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 and his whole poop thing. Remember the poop song? Poop, 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 poop. I don't think he's laughing, dude. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen him smile or laugh. I'm not sure if he has any room in his world for irony or humor. I think all his world is, is God, which is mixed up with himself. He calls himself God and mixed up with a lot of his own Kool-Aid about himself being a genius and his fashion stuff. I don't think he's sitting there toying with the world the way Frank Zappa might have or the way that other geniuses have. All right. Are you are you done? Because I'm about to I'm about to open up a big suitcase of WTF. <sighs> Let's hear it. All right. First of all, yeah, I'm not a fan of Pearl Jam. I'm not going to listen to their music. When I hear it, it sounds dumb to me. But at no point am I going to say, am I going to compare it per Eddie Vedder to Donald Trump? who doesn't listen to music or enjoy music or has any idea what art or music or anything, any sort of aesthetic appreciation 
of what art. I didn't is. say that about Kanye. No. Yeah, he did. I, I correlated those two things. You're 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 saying you I don't, don't think he has think a sense of humor. I don't think he has understands. a sense of humor. I don't. I wasn't saying that he has the Trump thing about music. I think Kanye obviously loves music and creates music and studies music and he probably lives and breathes music. I was just saying there's there, there's something. Why do you think Kanye identifies so much with Trump? I think they they I think he sees himself in Trump. That's why he's buddies with him. That's why he wears a MAGA hat. That's why these controversial figures, he sees himself as similar to them. That's why he had Manson at his party. Well, supposedly, supposedly the reason he had Manson at his party is because he had beef with somebody and the person he had beef with, their favorite artist was Marilyn Manson. And so he put Marilyn Manson at that listening party to fuck with the other guy. And supposedly there was some other person that he had beef with and he had a chick there that the guy was into just to kind of rub it in his face. Wow. Now I don't look, I don't, I'm not pretending to know Kanye, but here's what I know me. And I listen to Kanye and I fucking laugh all the fucking time. Dude, there's that video that he did where he's dressed in those like giant, like square clothes. Have you seen that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, that shit is so fucking funny. But Buster Rhymes was doing that 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm and, not and, saying and Buster. And Buster, uh, Buster Rhymes is actually was funny because he understood it was all a joke. I don't think Kanye thinks it's funny, dude. I know you do, but doesn't whether or not he's being intentionally funny, doesn't it matter? I'm not saying no. it should make it funny or not funny for you. You, It's not going to change whether you think it's funny. The only thing that matters is if I think it's funny and if I think it's art. It doesn't matter what he thinks. I don't care. It matters in my estimation of him as an artist. It, it does matter. It doesn't make it funny or not. I'm going to think something's funny or not. But then if Dude, I go... There's a, there's, a guy, there's a guy that I love called Dr... God damn it. Um, Dr. Octagon. <laughs> oh, boy. And this dude, this dude is... 100 percent like insane like i don't know if he's got autism or what his deal is but he's insane and the dude is fucking hilarious now i don't know if he thinks he's hilarious first of all he wears a straight up plastic elvis wig on his head now i don't know if he thinks he's elvis or if he thinks he's jesus but that shit is funny i don't care I don't care if Kanye thinks he's Jesus or doesn't think he's Jesus. He's funny to me. And dude, him wearing that MAGA hat. No, I don't know why he wore that MAGA hat. I know. I know why. He says why. Why? Because he likes Donald Trump. He thinks Donald Trump is a misunderstood genius like himself. I heard that the reason he wore the hat is because uh, people said, you can't wear the MAGA hat. And so he was like, oh, I can't wear it. I can do whatever I want. I'm Kanye West. I'll wear the hat. I'll go to the White House wearing the hat. Yeah, but uh, then he gets there and talks to Trump for like three hours. It's not all publicity. He's wearing it because he likes it, dude. Kanye is done wearing the MAGA hat, according to friend GLC. <laughs> according to his friend, who's just his name's initials, He's done wearing the waga. He's he's yeah, done that's, wearing the that's MAGA. That's like way old news. Where we're getting bogged down and what should we talk about then? I like what we were talking about, but it's just getting it's getting weighed down. I think it's interesting. You're saying as long as someone amuses you, you don't care what the intention of that is. But I think it does matter. There's a guy on the show that we we're watching this show called Are You the One? It's got a bunch of seasons. We just we're addicted to it. And it's these ten 
10 dudes, 10 chicks. They're perfect matches in this house. They just get them hammered and just, these are some of the dumbest people in the world. And you know, the producers cynically, they're like, how can we get the dumbest, best looking people in the world? And there's this one dude that me and Isabel both like a lot. He's from Tel Aviv. So there's like a bit of a language barrier and he's just a young, beautiful dummy. And he says really wild things that literally make us laugh out loud in bed. But I do not respect him and because he doesn't know what he's doing that's funny. He's an idiot. He's yeah. he's a little monkey and he makes he amuses me. Now that's different than you know Gary Shandling who creates this mountain of work with so much love and TLC behind it. That's different than that making me laugh. Gary Shandling his intentional humor I think is it's more interesting to me than someone who's like just a little dumb monkey. That that happens to say something funny because eventually they will. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think Kanye. I don't think of Kanye as a dumb person. He's obviously good at being a producer, but there's, I think his most outlandish trollingy stuff. I don't think he thinks is very funny. You know what I mean? I think he's really serious, and that that's what gives it a tinge of humor to someone like you. Because you ordinarily, and what you don't like about Pearl Jam, you ordinarily don't really like very straight ahead, sincere bids for artist no. art art. Which I, think I don't, he, I don't, I don't like stuff that takes itself very seriously. Right, right. But he does though. Uh, well, to you, he he takes himself seriously. But I I see a lot of comedy. I see a lot of humor in in all in 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 most of his work. In fact, the stuff that I like of his has a ton of comedy in it. And you don't see that. That's fine. I mean, maybe there's a lot of comedy in the Pearl Jam stuff, but I don't think there is. No, there's not a lot of comedy in it. It's it's a bunch of records about angsty shit, you know, which I I love. You know, people most people do love that stuff, especially when you're a kid. Yeah, I like music that's arty and different, and like I haven't heard before. And I think he's the master of that. I, th- I think in the last thirty years, the most new music I've heard has been either. Like it's it's all been kind of rap music that's morphed into new stuff where I'm like, oh, I've never heard this. I've never heard anything like this before. Now, there are some people that that do that that aren't rappers, but they they kind of borrow from that playbook, which is just like, I don't know. I just like avant-garde shit. I like my favorite band is fucking Dykent, which means Dyke kid. It makes no sense. They're German rappers that are about but they're trying to in be in their funny. late late forties. But they're they're, yeah, they're, trying to they're be definitely funny. trying to be funny. Yeah. But they're also they're trying to be funny. But they're also talking about really dark, serious shit. Mm-hmm. Like they're all their music's about consumption and capitalism and how it's not going to make you happy. Or, but they're doing it in such a fucking interesting, beautiful, strange. Let me ask you this: Did you like fuck re- you? Well? <clears throat> right. And and I I can see what you like about that. When I when when somehow I don't know how this still happens to me at my age, and it it really makes me happy that it's still possible. The Talking Heads, for whatever reason, that door opened for me in the last five months, and I really hear what you like about it. You know, like because you've been talking about them, David Byrne, for years, and now I finally can kind of see it. But let me ask you this: Did you like Rage Against the Machine? Loved them. Now there's not nary a joke to be found anywhere. Those some of those some of the most sincere angry rock albums ever made but i guess the power is just undeniable uh those songs are so fucking good and again the thing i like about 
the thing I like about Rage Against the Machine is when I heard it, I'd never heard anything like it. It was like when I heard the Beastie Boys for the first time. Like it was just this different thing that kind of blew me away. You like, like you like I, the novel. The, you like something novel in art that you haven't heard before. That's a theme. I like things that are that blow my socks off. When I went to go see System of a Down and they were touring Toxicity, mm-hmm. which is a masterpiece of a record, which I'd never heard before, except for Chop Suey, which they were playing on MTV. When I went and saw that band, they fucking blew my face off my face. And I was just sitting there <laughs> with a skull on yeah. top of my head and licking where my lips used to be and just feeling teeth. And my tongue was somehow still in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> and I, I've had that experience. I had it with Jane's Addiction. I had it with Soul Coughing. I had it with Tom Waits. Dude, I love i had it with fucking ben folds when i heard that whatever and ever amen record dude i live for that kind of shit and then when somebody just fucking pours pours me a glass of what the fuck when you pour me a glass of what 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 the fuck when you pour me a glass of fucking taylor swiss folklore and expect me to fucking down it with a smile gfy (laughs) pour me a glass of donda 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 i'm like what is this Oh, this Donda, Donda, Donda. Yeah. Dude, there's so much fuck you in Donda, Donda. I'm like, give me more. Yeah, that's a big difference because I love folklore, as as most of our listeners know, as you know. And there is definitely a sense of, now, I didn't know what to expect because I don't, there's an idea of Taylor Swift that doesn't quite fit in my 37-year-old idea of what I like. So there was a sense that when that record started to happen to me, there was a surprise shock sense. But then it was, I very quickly understood what it was. Like, so there was a sense to me of like, oh, I know exactly what this little record is. And you don't like that. You don't like knowing exactly what it is. You know, there was a lot of fuck you in that album, but it's not a fuck you like it's going to, it's a different kind of fuck you. It's just a breakup album. So it's it's 12 songs that are about her being sad that this relationship didn't work out. That's not going to really cut it with you. No. Yeah. No, I want, I want goosebumps. I want to laugh. I want to feel something. Dude, when I saw author and Punisher, when I was sitting there in the fucking audience and this dude comes out and gets inside a fucking machine that he he gets inside a fucking machine and starts going, and it's filling up the entire fucking arena with sounds i've never heard in my life and it's going through my fucking head and my ears and my body and then he's like too too hard to be soft too soft to not be hard (laughs) i was just like good fucking god what the shit is this and then when fucking by the time tool came on and they're like Ding ding a ding 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 a little 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 here's some drums here's a little guitar ding 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 I'm like hey buddy guess what I just had my entire ass fucking pounded by the hell's angels and now you're gonna come in with your little penis and touch my pussy with it <laughs> go fuck yourself dude my shit <laughs> I need a goddamn I need a fucking ten gallon hat full of dick. <laughs> going up my <laughs> asshole and you guys are not providing it right now 
Yeah, that's like tool like opening the door for you trying to be a gentleman. You're like, that's that it's over. It's over. Yeah. And speaking of it being over and speaking of it being too soft to be hard, we gotta get out of here, dude. We have we have skedaddled our way through. I feel this like whole that episode. was the quickest I okay episode we've ever done. You know, I tell my daughter this. I'm like, you want to know what real time travel is? I'll tell you, I I know the secret to real time travel. Having fun. Right? That's really the secret to it. It really is. And you know what the secret to to extending your life is talking to someone and you can't stand anything they're saying the whole time and life goes on forever is that what just happened with you no but i'm no i dude one of my favorite things in the world is is hanging out with you talking to you getting in arguments with you hearing what you have to say fucking laughing about shit dude i love you man i love you man well, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it some more here in the Secret Weekly. We invite you to come along with us. How do you do that? You get on the Patreon train. It's p a t r e o n dot com slash i o k. Basically, buy me and Bob a cup of coffee a month, which we're worth that. We're worth that, baby. Even or or a forty a fortieth of a fucking dime bag of fentanyl. <laughs> if you really wanna, if you really wanna fucking chop it up the way we chop it up. <laughs> Yeah, we'll either take some of that Colombian half calf, half decaf, or or a thousand fentanyl patches each. <laughs> Dude, I need to get I need to get my fucking fentanyl patch storage situation. Fucking that shit. Yeah. I only have a single fentanyl patch for the apocalypse, and I, I need about 60. 30 for me, thirty for my wife, and about three for my daughter. You got you got to get that Y two K fentanyl package. Dude. <laughs> Hey, afraid of the apocalypse, afraid of global warming, afraid of Y two K, afraid of the of, of the system buckling. Get your new. How many people in your family get your new family pack of fentanyl patches for <laughs> for when shit goes real bad? Sponsored by I'm okay. All right, listen, we're gonna kick it to the secret weekly. We love you guys. We'll see you on the flip flop. Bye. Bye. <laughs>